0: Fall down. What's up,
1: guys? Wake and bake for real today. Missed you yesterday. Scotty said it was okay to turn off the power in the middle of the show. Okay? Now we're back. Hey, I didn't say it wasn't <laughs> okay to turn off the power. So, I mean, I blame myself. You can only blame yourself for things, dude. All right? I know you got the bakery construction guys going on there. Sit tight. We got more another sets for more content coming at you shortly. How's it going? It's going awesome.
2: Thank you to the DGC. Thank you to the patrons for continuing to allow this show to grow. We really are building another set with uh, the lights in the ceiling and and shotgun microphones, which uh, Guru tells me are the way to go. But just so we can have, we've got all sorts of breeders. James Bean comes up, brings all sorts of cool people, uh, yeah, we just want to be able to actually sit them down and have a conversation with them, with me looking them in the eye. Have you seen the awkward conversations we have where I'm trying to talk to somebody like this? <laughs> <laughs> so it should be a really cool a cool
0: set.
1: Okay, okay. We'll take it. Announcement right off the top here. dudegrowscom forward slash merch is rocking for you guys. We've got the hats ready. Three different models over there, as well as some DGC shirts. I think there's a mug or two, sticker, so go to dudegrows.com forward slash merch to get your Can I say holiday gear? Can I start to get in the holiday spirit? Absolutely. Absolutely. Those hats came out great. The dude
2: showed me the design. He worked with Alpine Hemp Company. Shout out to Alpine Hemp Company, a big-time supporter, big-time DGC Pro. And, uh, yeah, they designed these hats for us. I guess you guys designed them together. I will say I got to put my input in at the end, and I think they came out awesome. I am really psyched about these.
3: Here, check out this one that I'm rocking. This is the, uh, like, Louis Vuitton one, or styled one. I'm pretty sure
2: these yeah. are sweet. Yeah, just the brim and the under. Is it the brim or the rim? The brim, right? The brim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just underneath it and whatnot. It's cool. Well, and all right, all. hey, something cool that we didn't notice
3: just a little while ago. All of the hats are numbered too, so you can get you can see how how many out of a hundred you have. If you were the like, guru the stole second all or third. the first ones,
1: maybe. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome stuff.
3: Hey, they might be exclusive drops at a later point. <coughs>
1: Uh, all right, let me give you a show rundown today on Wake and Bake America Worldwide, baby. Yep. Uh, we're going to say, who is setting the price for your cannabis out there, all right? What's dictating the market? Yeah, I saw something on Facebook that made me,
2: uh, I had to think about it for days, and then I think I finally have an, a thought
1: on it. Um, Scotty found an interesting Carl Sagan quote, if we get to that guy, as well as yeah. in the news. Uh, actually, you feature, you featured him a couple times. You've, uh, Carl Sagan's like a cannabis former cannabis
2: hero. I don't, I don't think just because you die, you're a, is, is Bob Marley a former <laughs> cannabis hero? <laughs> Carl Sagan is a cannabis hero because he's a super intelligent guy. Went out and uh, I know him through the show called The Cosmos and a lot of people my age do, but just went out and was just this really curious, cool adult that was, uh, I don't know, a cool role model for uh, a lot of kids. And then you realize that he was a super stoner. Had to keep it closeted, but he was a super stoner. All right. And,
1: all right. Yeah, it was really cool. See ya. We'll see how we roll this, this. This show is packed full of goodness. Make yes. sure you're rolling your joints, getting your dabs ready. In the news, man ends up in front of BC, meaning British Columbia, judge after magic mushroom brownies and in domestic dispute. Have you put, you know, I was just thinking of magic mushrooms because uh, my wife,
2: I like the stovetop turkey uh, stuffing for Thanksgiving. And uh, I remember back in the day, I thought it was brilliant because mushrooms tasted so bad when I got to college. I was like, I don't know how to eat these things. So I put them in stovetop stuffing. Make myself a nice little serving. Yeah, you can hardly taste them.
3: I used to do Salisbury steaks, like the Hungry Man's Salisbury steaks. You mix mushrooms with that, you can't taste anything. Yeah, and you would know that
2: you were coming on with the mushrooms once the, uh, put it this way, the stuffing wouldn't sit in your stomach too well, sir. And you found, Scotty, some, what is this, Bollywood news? You know what? I wanted to put this in. I found the the tales from the Prohibition, from Prohibition Land, or what do we call it? Tales from the DGC. Tales of the Crippy. I don't know. Anyway, All the tales, above. From, tales from Around the World. And this one was pretty cool. I got one from Sweden that I want to talk about. And then uh I found this article about just what things what prohibitions like around the world still. And man, you don't want to get caught with weed in India, that's for sure. Uh, I'll tell you about it in a minute.
1: All right. All right. Uh one more quick announcement as well. There will be no seed grab this Friday for the day after Turkey Day. So yeah. people be chilling out. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned. Next Friday we'll keep you in the loop. Dudegrows dot com forward slash seed grab. Yeah, during the holidays things might get a little bit swirly here, especially with all the construction going on. But. Right on. Let me give you the benefits, man. Supporting the DGC, dogrows.com forward slash support. Supporting the show, coming in hot at $10 a month. What that gets you right off the bat, when you sign up on Patreon, you're going to get a welcome message taking you over to a secret dogrows.com link where you get a password to enter. And here's the bennies that are listed inside 30% off recharge. You're going to get everybody's getting the DGC goodie bag. Sit tight, guys. Everybody that's registered for this, this is, this is about three or four stickers. We just ordered three new stickers, a little high functioning stoner stash card if you will um and we'll be sending all those out soon to small members and current members as well as free seeds from seeds here now best coast genetics we want everybody to be a grower that can be a grower get the dank shared out um and new here uh we have uh, i'm gonna call it the the dgc christmas basket okay the christ the, the merch basket you don't have if you're a christmas hater or anti-christmas you don't have to call it a christmas basket you Wait, can just call it the DGC that hate christmas <laughs> <laughs> the dgc back <laughs> basket yes there there are it's okay huh. um in the basket so far we have one of each of the dgc hats three dgc hats dgc grinder sticker set high functioning stoner card throwing a lanyard in there And whatever else we can find in the bakery there, Scotty. But we're going to get that together. We'll get a cute picture of it for you shortly here so you can admire it. And that's going to be posted over on Patreon under DGC Hookups. You just go to the recent post. You see DGC Hookups. Make a comment. You're entered to win for December 20th giveaway. All right. Okay. I'm into it. Dougrows.com forward slash support for all of that. And while I check, December 20th is a Sunday, so don't hold me to it. We'll say December 21st. As long as the world doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> the dude's the guy with the calendar. So he's like, hey, look, we're doing it this day. Can you actually check your calendar instead of just saying yes? And it started doing that, dude. I started doing that. All right, let's see who's
1: growing some dank out there. Come on. BGC what you got? over on dogrows.com. This is the BBC by Trim Fingered. That sounds like oh. a great strain for my wife. All kinds of appropriate. <laughs> I said appropriate. It's all good. Let me get into this, Scotty. You're throwing me off. This is banana buttercups grown in living soil. So I chose this. That, you know, some people might not say this is the dankest snugs. They definitely look frosty. I just wait, those off. are great looking, man. And uh,
2: wait, come on. It's not a competition. It's a cooperation, sir. We're not going for the biggest damn buds. We're going for flavor. And I mean, look at these things. And I remember like, uh, I would grow hazes that would have that kind of bud structure.
3: Hey, And if you're going for extractions, um, that's uh, a much higher calyx to leaf ratio that you have on there. It's going to extract extremely well uh, compared to something that would have like a tighter bud structure.
1: Yeah, that's
2: beautiful. As far as
1: I'm concerned, I picked this one for the last picture on here. It's a great picture of trichomes and it shows about my harvest point. Typically when I'm saying one third Amber trichomes, the rest are cloudy. I wanted to show people what that looked like and a good example here. So I appreciate that trim fingered. Hey, that's, so
2: that's great. So we're seeing it's, I mean, 95%, uh, 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 Jesus, milky trichomes. And I mean, I can count the amount of amber ones on, you know, whatever. There's probably 25, 30 of them on there. That's when you want it to harvest right there. Or the amber is when degradation starts.
3: That's when THC has started, or it's the THCA has started to degrade into CBN. Um, which actually, they're starting to find out might have some more medicinal benefits to it. And that's why, like, it's just a stonier high if you let it go further. So, really, it's find a plant that you like. And then also, you can play around with harvesting times on it to find the high from it that you like because it changes throughout the like harvestable time um, of its life cycle. Harvestable, I'm that's down. A cool. Word. I think I think I might have just made up a word. I'm not too sure, it but sounds it, might, good. it sounds
1: like, like you, a real word, right? If you own it, it works. Just don't don't even you know flinch on it. All right. What are you talking on today, Scotty? You know what? I just want to shout out to weed in
2: general because I'm token on whatever the hell I grabbed out of <laughs> our buddy rowdy rick is here he's our he's the contractor that's doing all the setting up the new studio and man he was nice enough to bring his own jar of weed in And it's just some hard nug, just something somebody grew i rolled the joint of it getting high as fuck and shout out to good weed man because it
1: doesn't have to have a fancy name uh just has to get you high all right i'll, I'll take the shout out just to good weed i'm medicating myself i got a blend of
2: Tuna kush, tuna kush. See, you're going the opposite way.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I believe that was from honky corn. I was gonna call it donkey corn, but that's just because I like donkeys, honky corn. Um and I did the and the tuna on the top is I think what does it. We were talking before. I'm like, man, kind of smells a little bit like tuna. But huh. if it didn't say tuna kush and it said something else kush, I still think it tricks your, it, it makes this association. Oh, I mean, you couldn't totally lie and be like, oh, Fruity Pebbles. You're like, no, it's not Fruity Pebbles. There are things but. called triggers.
2: You know, as a matter of fact, the uh, the Creedence Clearwater Revival song came on and it just triggered me on the one that we used for the end of our show and it completely triggered me for the end of the show. So there are definitely triggers in, you know, marketing and sales and persuasion. And yeah, telling somebody, putting that in somebody's head, what do they call it? Effective priming is what it's called you've been primed sir
1: also I've been making more of this turkey tail tea kind of pondering like okay how did I go from you know first thing I ever came into with fungus fungi was psychedelic mushrooms and after that learned about you know medicinal mushrooms in the sense of like with the turkey tail tea but then learned about fungi that is also in your soil so I'm like tying this all together in my head and it's like dude you're a grower of cannabis No wonder. And I just ordered two turkey tail mushroom kits. I feel like this is going to be my next like grow venture. You like that? Grow venture. I do. Well, think about it. The
2: put it this way. Uh, Cannabis got me into plants, all sorts of medicinal plants or just growing plants in general and appreciating them. Uh, the psilocybin mushrooms, kind of really tripping, got me into going out and learning, first off, that mushrooms grow out of cow poop, which was pretty odd. But then you meet somebody like Tanazi that shows you all these other ways. Shout out to Sacred Three Mushrooms that shows you all these other mushrooms to grow, these amazing uh, uh, medicinal mushrooms like the turkey tails. The culinary mushrooms that you can't buy in the store, like those pink oysters, it's like the psilocybin was a gateway to understanding about all sorts of fungi.
3: And all those mushrooms, that, uh, like the ones most people consider medicinal mushrooms, like lion's mane, cordyceps, reishi, turkey tail, all of those are adaptogenic mushrooms where they actually interact with your immune system and your nervous system and help the body deal with stress much better. Um, and yeah, I was and be able to me. like boost your immune system uh, just because it's in a more stress free environment. It's actually really cool.
1: Some of the studied benefits of turkey tails, just just real quick, help improve immune responses against infection and common illnesses. Improves cancer survival rates, five year survival post diagnosis when used in combination with traditional cancer treatments. Turkey tail mushrooms are rich in antioxidant compound compounds helping the body fight free radicals and adapt to oxidative stress. What's oxidative stress? That's uh, oxygen breaks things down
3: pretty <laughs> okay. much is the. Okay. Oh, shoot, man.
1: Good but, stuff. Yes. Getting into it, digging it. I'll let you know. I'm also uh, becoming not yet, but learning how to become more of a forager so I can go into the woods here and identify starting off with mushrooms that don't have the fatal lookalikes. You know, so. that is cool. That really, that really is neat. Like in
2: Florida, you got to worry about they've got snakes that look just like each other. So you got to Is that one poison is? Or, but it is kind of smart. It's kind of fun. <laughs> If you can recognize a thousand different
1: characters on TV, I could probably name a hundred different Simpsons characters and like four snakes. Isn't it weird? I mean, I I think we discussed that before. I can walk into the woods here and probably fall over and be on a comfortable bed of moss with nothing that's going to hurt me. There's not much in these woods that are like (laughs) where if you wander into the Everglades or somewhere in Florida, like you're going to get fucked up. What,
3: (laughs) What the rule is red before
2: yellow, you're a dead fellow. Right? Yeah, yellow touches black. You're all right, Jack.
0: Yeah, pretty sure that's how it goes. What the hell is that? It's it's
2: for coral snakes. Yeah, because a coral snake is fucking deadly. They're not really that aggressive, but they're deadly. I was in Costa Rica, and I plan to spend some more time down there. I love it down there. And they're just like, yeah, don't leave anything on the counters, or else you'll just have scorpions. And they're not poisonous, but they hurt like a motherfucker. I'm like, Jesus. I remember this shit from back in Florida. You know what I mean? You're just like one with the animals. All right. Uh, It is good to be one with the animals. Did you guys see We'll watching, getting along. I was watching a video and, it, Guru, you saw this. It happened. A monkey rode up on a bicycle and then grabbed a three-year-old and started pulling her away, man. I had it run after chase. That's awesome. First off, I don't know where the monkey got that tiny bicycle. What's up with that?
1: Yes, you can search monkey rides bicycle or monkey takes girl." It's all good fun, and then your feed is screwed. I want to take it back to cannabis. Get some good comments here. Dude, I can't concentrate on anything else.
2: Just please play this video, Guru. Let me get it out of my system. All right, all right. Here, one second. Let me
3: throw it up here.
2: Check this out.
3: (laughs) Is it a motorcycle? Why does a monkey have a bicycle, man? Like a motorcycle. this. Oh. The kids okay. The kids—they—they kids. they, they scared sure. away the monkey. Just gotta say that first.
2: The kid seems like it's an everyday occurrence, man. That's a game they play. Monkey on a motor. I'm gonna steal you. No, you're not. Uh, no, okay, we're we good. Are we? Yeah, good. Okay, it's we're out good. of my system, man. I want to watch this for the rest of the show, though,
1: if I could. All right, time <laughs> to take it over to some serious time. All right, Soylent Scott. Good comment here. So, so I was listening to the show yesterday and you guys were talking about the VA and people's experience with them and cannabis. It's non-existent from my understanding because it's still illegal federally and they are federal doctors. Okay, but just I got a time
2: out there. Could you yeah. imagine how anachronistic how just just outmoded that is that there's folks that have PTSD and that they can't get uh, they can't use cannabis. I mean that's crazy just because federal laws on. Word of the show? Anachronistic? Is that what it is? An outmoded thing. For some reason, I'm telling you, I didn't smoke weed in the ninth grade. I remember every single vocabulary word, man.
0: lugubrious
1: is ridiculously mournful, okay? All right. Uh, But now there is a VA mission act, which lets more veterans choose doctors from their community who could then sign off on medical medical cannabis. Supposedly, when I was medically retired, the VA was throwing all kinds of pills at me, I felt terrible all the time. That combined with the the all-too-common problem in the military, alcohol— I thought I was going to get divorced. I felt like a zombie. Was I was weighing in at three hundred eighty-five pounds and didn't care. Hey, time out there, man. I didn't realize
2: I didn't realize that or it makes sense. But you don't really put that together. How much alcoholism and self-medication comes with uh, military service and coming back from service? It's that you know self-medication from PTSD and especially think about alcohol as a self-medication. I mean, it is a numbing. You know, it numbs you. But as opposed to cannabis, you know, cannabis I think lets you deal with things unless you see things in a different perspective
1: yeah and combining alcohol with pills is extremely dangerous and i think responsibly used to alcohol can be self-medicating depending on what you're doing slippery slope there you don't know, light me up in the comments or whatever but uh let me go on here so he's weighing in 385 pounds didn't care it says i threw them all out at one all out at once one day ripped my bong and went for a run that's a awesome. year later I ran a marathon, got my blue belt in jujitsu, jitsu yeah. and now I'm growing. Lost 175 pounds with weed and not to concern, and not too concerned what the VA has to say about it. So if you do one thing, I would say is please tell people not to rely on the VA. You are in charge of your own health care. Yes. Right. That is awesome. And
2: by the way, that, the jiu-jitsu, blue belt in jujitsu, jitsu that's a big deal. Blue belt's when you start tapping people out. So when you start just walking, people are fucking with you, or just uh, you know starting shit, and you're like. <sighs> I know I could kick your ass, man. Just go, just go away.
3: And like, not just kick your ass, like make you embarrassed and hit you with like a flying
2: arm bar or something crazy. I just make you uh, unconscious and laying on the uh, <laughs> on the ground, waking up, going, "What happened,
3: man? <laughs> Did I win?" <laughs> yeah,
2: but hey, that's also I will tell you, man. Jujitsu is a great way to turn your shit around. I was uh, kind of bummed out. It was like 2000, yeah, right around 2000. I was kind of bummed out. Just all I had was growing. As to where I was, just kind of you know, you get isolated sometimes, just sitting in a grow house alone. I was driving by Jiu Jitsu, saw one of those Ultimate Fighting things, and pulled into a Jiu Jitsu uh, gym, I guess. And mm-hmm. goddamn, best couple of years of my life, man, are just great times. So if you need nice. something positive, they love smoking weed. I was
3: gonna say, of all the martial arts yep. disciplines, they love smoking Brazilian weed. Brazilian Jiu
2: Jitsu likes weed the most. Yep, let's get high and roll, and you're you're. Yeah yeah your teachers won't
1: be mad about it everybody's cool man i dig i dig i do want to comment on um soylent scott says you're in charge of your own health care i mean this doesn't only apply to you know people dealing with the va across the board you know that should be a good statement to remember you're in charge of your own health care unless you you don't want to roll through being like oh, man i'll just whatever i get something the doctor's got something for me he's gonna help me out or whatever the doctor has my back man it's tough, though, man. It's tough if the government's in charge of your paycheck or, or your
2: you know, benefits. If, yeah, if you're getting benefits and then they say, hey, look, True. if you don't show up and if you don't take the pills, you know we're, we're going to kick you out of the program entirely. And that means getting your, your
1: benefits as well. Like, I don't know if that's really how it works, but I know they do have you. And it sounds like some of these guys and are the stories, and I'm not encouraging anything. I'm not. I'm not totally familiar. Are are, are just choosing that over. They're choosing cannabis completely over anything the VA has to help them with. Um, so I'm not saying, and by no means is cannabis a silver bullet for everybody with whatever issues they may have. So I want to put that out there as my disclaimer, Scotty. Yeah, but choosing health. I mean, if you find something that works for you, of course you're going to choose it. as more powerful uh-huh. than your health. You got another comment here. Do you want me to take it? You want to take it from Isaac all the way from Sweden? I'll take this one. Yeah. All right. What do you you know what? The first comment I got is
2: people get very upset if I don't fully inhale. Have you noticed that, dude? Ready? <laughs> it, what the fuck, man? It's not exactly
3: <laughs> your fault. You were never a cigarette smoker and you never had like one cigarette for the rest of the day. And you were like, all right, I got to be efficient with this thing. So, <laughs> If you've never had that, it's it's forgivable.
2: And hey, this one just came in, uh, I think came in this morning from oh, Tales of the Crypto. Just Tales from Prohibition Land, some of these are. All right, Isaac says, shout out from Sweden. And I thought this would be cool to just share a little, you know, cannabis from around the world or pro- Tales of Prohibition from around the world. Uh, this is just a short tale from Prohibition Land. Thought you could help me get this out there for maybe some laughs. And he says, uh, absurdity, because uh, I got busted in September, confessed and spent 24 24- hours hours locked up in Sweden. Uh, No big deal. I fucked up and got busted while being careless. Uh, He says, when he arrived at the lockup, there's this really angry middle-aged cop who threatened to lock my woman's 91-year-old grandma up if I did not confess. Oh, if I did not confess, my girlfriend was growing it with me. Uh, Her grandma lived in the house next door to us, and it's quite sick and fragile. Anyway, they roughed up the old lady, and this is a... They ruffled... The ruffled the old lady up uh, and being and a bit, oh, a bit being really rude and scaring her for the idea of fun. So they just fucked with this woman Man, her hate for police is quite big now. Uh, it says, needless to say, I told him to fuck off. What is wrong with people going after old folks like that? For a small, this is what I want to say, a three by three tent and some outdoor. They treated us like terrorists over here. It says, keep up the good work and thanks for making my workday so much better. Know, Enjoy the show. Peace and uh, shout out to you, Isaac. That
1: is bullshit, man. Isaac said in Just Some Outdoors, I don't know, I've seen some people go, that's just some outdoor, and you're like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I got you. My point
2: is that to, to be that serious about a medicine and about something that's so accepted around the rest of the world, it's, uh, uh, I don't know, it, it just bothered me enough to want to get the story out there, it really did. I can't believe cops, like, uh,
1: messing with the 91-year-old grandma. Hey, for some weed, to get a weed charge, man, <laughs> it's just crazy. And be careful. One of the morals of the story is, yeah, what uh, they will threaten you with weird things, and if they ever get you in any interrogation room, I mean, just yeah, ask for a lawyer. They'll say all kinds of shit. My wife looks at, uh, watches those
2: murder shows. Mm-hmm. She's like, look, this guy confessed to a murder he didn't commit, and then he confused the guy so badly that he ended up. Conf- it's crazy. Wait, that's a
3: psychological thing that happens way more than you think uh, it would, where people will. Been sitting in a in a interrogation room for like ten hours, and eventually the cops just get
2: them to be like, "I'll say whatever you want me to say. Just let me out of here." You're right, All right, yeah. And they
1: convince them. It's really weird once you start taking everything Shout away from people. Out to if you want to learn about that stuff, it's actually good to learn Innocent Project. The Innocence Project, I believe, covers a lot of that shit. Nice. All right. Hey, I, hang on! I got Go a on. I got a terrible segue too. It got
2: me. I you know I look at all sorts of cannabis news articles, uh-huh. and it just made me start thinking about prohibition around the world. And I saw this came up on my feed, and it's people I've never heard of. Uh, comedian Bahari Singh, husband also arrested in drug probe, and it's uh, t- talks about the narcotics board and everything. And it's about like in India, I guess somebody died in India. In their they have a whole parallel to Hollywood called Bollywood. Which is very odd and trippy. and great. Why is it called Bali? Do you know why Bali I think there's Bali, what is it? Bali is a place in India. Okay. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah I it's you. like a play on Hollywood, but in Bali. Anyway. I got you. They are serious about drugs there. I want to, They got somebody got arrested for like consuming what is it, a small quantity of cannabis. Eighty-six grams uh, was found in their apartment. They were taken to the agency for questioning, and what is this under the 1986 Narcotic Drugs and Psychotropic Substance Act. It's enough to get them ten years in jail. The quantity of drugs found at the couple's home was not commercial, but could still invite up to ten years in jail for a few couple ounces of of cannabis. Dude, and no drug acts in '86 were good. Like there's nothing good in there. No, (laughs) (laughs) they sure. But how the hell, dude? Can you just show? It got me down the rabbit hole of Bollywood guru. Did you know it existed? Dude, uh,
3: yes, uh, yes, I did, and I actually found
2: a pretty good example of Bollywood. Please, I think this might be the best example of cinema ever. And this is what happens when you don't have weed in your cinema. You and want your producers smoking weed, getting fucked up a little bit.
3: This is two minutes and 32 seconds. Let's just react to this. Yeah.
2: This whole thing is hilarious. I just want to say, you add some psychedelics, you get shit like Star Wars. This is what happens when fucking straight edge. <laughs> This requires
1: to be high Oh yeah (laughs) I think I need to pack another pole currently For trying to understand what's going on on. I want to see what happens here man Oh
2: dear god I see this guy eat 16 bowls of rice One time man, one sitting Holy crap
3: I'm just waiting for the banana How do I get that
2: beard? Oh You gotta admit When's he become bulletproof, man? It's, it's coming. It's got to be coming. Up. Like seriously, if you're not smoking weed, smoke some and just enjoy. Does that enjoy? guy have half a? Face? He's got a banana. Let's go. He's got a fucking oh, banana. Let's no. get it. <laughs> the banana. Scene. Yes. Yes. Who the fuck? You know what?
0: <laughs>
2: Dude, they're on fucking. It's just serious arousal right?
3: Yeah, or 86 grams of weed. I'm glad I saw this.
2: This is the best part. Yes. All right. I got to be honest with you. I love it.
1: I love it. You got to stop or I'll watch the whole goddamn thing. Okay, that's some good entertainment. I don't know if I'll keep watching Bollywood. but I mean, after a ball rip or something, I'm down. I'm down. Dude, last night, I just ate edibles and I watched documentaries, like European documentaries,
2: like how they build tunnels and how they build cruise ships. That shit's good. It was so good, man. I was just in heaven. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right, let me take it back to cannabis here. Okay. Um, and we're asking uh, the buyers, do buyers set prices? What sets the price? Is it supply and demand with cannabis? Um, we could talk about the free market. We could talk about uh, whatever, what market, all markets. I had no idea what this meant. I saw something on Facebook
2: group and it was like organic car- uh, cannabis growers. And it said, buyers don't set prices. And I just, I've taken economics. I went to business school. I was like, huh, that's kind of a weird thing to say. Yeah. You know, and I, it took me a while to figure it out because we all know supply and demand. You know, supply and demand is you know, the market's really what sets prices. And so I was thinking about, I guess that's in response to there's so much cannabis that, that comes through at harvest time that people get desperate. This happened with the CBD in the market. Uh, the CBD value th- fell through the floor to where it wasn't even worth growing it anymore. But to where there's such a glut of product that it just starts going down in value because somebody's, you know, if somebody has, you know, $1,800 pounds, and then somebody says, Well, I'll sell for $1,700. i am sitting on a thousand of them. I got 10,000 pounds. I'll sell for 1600 And, you know, it becomes a race to the bottom at that point to where it becomes, I don't know. It, it just made me think about that. So I guess well, at, well, at some point in time, you want to tell everybody, Hey, all us growers, man, let's not, you know, let's not uh, let the sellers dictate the price, man. Let's all hold steady at 1800 a pound.
1: It's always the market. I mean, what's going on, right? The prohibition has really affected the price throughout many times in history. I just talked to DGC in Kentucky this morning, um, and he said right now, and this is a virus or COVID affecting the market sure. because people are at home $400 ounces. All day long on the black free market, free market that supply and um, demand, though, of stuff that isn't even like it's not bad, but it's not like straight up quads, bro, are uh, full on kind. But but yeah, more but, people are consuming cannabis right now. There's a lot of demand yeah. for being at home. So the price is as good as it was back when I first started growing in some like a fair bit of markets in 2003. And a
3: lot of that to kind of depends on where you are, too. Like, I mean, I know growing up. Weed was always 20 a gram, 60 and eighth. Deals start cutting in at uh, quarters and higher amounts and everything. But like that was just consistent regardless of quality uh, as long as it wasn't like mids with seeds in it and stuff. Sure. It went for that. But uh, like at the end of the day, in, in today's market of everything and even in like the recreational wholesale market, uh, quality is king. Um, if you have the most top-notch quads, you can get – pretty much whatever you whatever you want within reason um, yep. for it, where if you've got just like your average, like six out of 10 cannabis, uh, you're probably not getting a premium for that. And I like to think of it more like a fine wine market, where there's always going to be like Gallo or Yellowtail and like some super cheap wine, but there's also going to be like French Bordeaux's that are from the 1980s or something like that, where it's like a vintage. I think cannabis will get to a point like that with the higher end stuff. For sure, where it it really is, there's so much more labor and intensive uh, cultivation um, to be able to get that higher quality or even just get from like an eight out of 10 to 10 out of 10. It takes a dramatic increase in labor and just attention to detail from uh, employees and everything. So it is hard to do. And if you have really
2: good quality, you will still get really good prices for stuff. Think about that 710 10 lab stuff that you have to know when the drop is because it'll sell out. It'll sell out at 70 and $80 a gram.
3: Yep. I mean, and that's because quality is king in that market specifically. And there's... there's but you're also kind of like pigeonholing yourself to just the most uh, like people that give a shit the most about their weed, the most connoisseur
2: people are gonna be the ones that go after that,
3: Yeah, uh, where a lot
2: of people are gonna be fine with
3: like regular shatter
2: and stuff. Yeah, here's your economics lesson. Price doesn't change demand, it just changes the quantity demanded, the amount demanded. So everybody wants that 710 labs dank, but at $90 a gram, only a few people are gonna take it. At
1: $20 a gram, a shitload of people are gonna take it because everybody wants it still. But there's gotta be the whole spectrum, right? I mean, everybody has different income levels of what they can afford. We saw $50 ounces in Portland a couple years ago. Yep. Um, And then, you know, you still can see even today, I compare it to when I'm in front of the beer cooler at the beer store, as I call it. I can buy, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna totally shit on Milwaukee's Best, I used to drink it back in the day. (laughs) What beer would you shit on? You're (laughs) not gonna shit on Milwaukee's Best, natural
2: ice. Hey
3: PBR, PBR is like George Washington trying to fight the redcoats all
1: the way down your throat. There we go. I'll use natural ice, thanks, Scotty. Yeah, PBR. Don't be talking shit about that. That's the good cheap beer. At one end of the cooler, um, for whatever I don't know, we'll say six, seven bucks a six pack, maybe a little more. To like $20 plus on some craft beer, some six packs, some, you know, fresh, fresh, fresh frozen hops in the beer. And um, that's everybody has uh, different likes and what they can afford as well. So yeah. I think there always will be that in cannabis, as flour at least, and extracts.
2: But with free market and outdoor weed, they're not paying a ton of money for the licensing. They're not paying for the, uh, a lot of money for the light and the equipment. And if you're like, there really is a huge, like Chinese mafia organized crime thing going on out there in the hills of California that uh, are growing super cheap weed with super cheap, you know, labor, I'll call it. I don't know who's, who's over there and how they got there, but if that if for them to go out there and be like, hey, we got eight hundred dollar pounds or six hundred dollar pounds, let's blow the market, kinda sucks, you know? That, yeah. that,
1: that could for ruin it. People things. that are trying to do licensing and be on the up and up and pay for all kinds of shit that or pay work fees.
2: Even yeah. if you're just a free market grower that's looking to grow something great because you think you can get sixteen,
1: eighteen hundred dollars a pound for some you of the will. Best sun growers. Those guys growing out in the hills, as you just said, are not getting sixteen, eighteen I mean, they're getting like you said, six hundred, whatever. I don't know. And and if they are, if they're getting that price for something Here,
2: that looks decent. Let me make a call I'll check. That's loaded with PGRs and loaded with, uh, you know, chemicals and garbage. They're ruining yeah. the market for all the folks that are trying to do it right because the consumer can't see that.
1: Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, a lot of variables there. And, yeah, the, the before mentioned people that will be doing it illegally gangster style in the hills and shit i think we can definitely do without those growers but on every other level um whether you just got your tent to a black market eight lighter to whatever um everything's going to market and everybody's doing pretty good right now there's a spot for everybody yes there is there is. Some I know some growers out in California are going to be able, "Well, there wasn't really a spot for me." And I hear there's definitely some examples there that we've even featured on the show, family farms and shit that have been affected by big time growers and whatnot and restrictions. So I get it. Absolutely. All right. Do uh, you got anything else? And what's growing on? Do you have a nice quote here from Fish Ganja Guy? Switch
2: it up. I, I just fishing on you, guy. We're friends. He'll talk. You know, he'll text me every now and again. Deep thoughts here. This was a deep thought. I thought deserved sharing. It says, "Do you think deaf people have an inner monologue? If so, what language is it in? Since they've never heard anyone speak." That one is a great. I was just sitting there smoking, and then I was asking the guys, and we were working that out if you've never heard english before in your life how can you talk to yourself in english and i do i check my inner monologue i'm definitely uh like i'll say to myself in my head what the fuck is that with dude's hair
3: it is a much higher percentage of people not just deaf people uh just all people that just do not have an inner monologue at all um like when you ask someone what they're thinking about like when they're not saying anything right and they're just like oh nothing they actually mean nothing um, because they. It's like sixty percent of people don't have an inner, inner monologue, which is crazy.
1: I have a the fuck button. It's because the fuck man. Like the the, this, the the inner monologue meaning like the thoughts in my head during the day. Oh yeah, yep. Yep. oh yeah. Sixty percent of people don't have that. Group. Or or
3: not not that they don't have thoughts in their head, but that they don't like. It's kind of hard to explain. Thinking. Uh, like in full sentences in their head, like what what they're thinking through and everything.
2: There's like butterflies kind of like, floating around in there.
1: Yep. Kind of like Homer Simpson style. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, <laughs> 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 good shit. All right. Let me take it. Before we get into the news here, and that's pretty. Thanks, Fish Ganja guy. I'm going to think about that one for a minute. Right. Uh, the pros list, dudegrows.com forward slash pros, uh, guys. That's where all the coupon codes are listed, where you're looking for some grow gear CBD today. Uh, since we just released, if you didn't hear in the beginning of the show, dudegrows.com board slash merch, our hats are ready over there, shirts, there's a couple mugs, sticker, um, and that was done with Alpine Hemp Company. Yeah. Alpine Hemp Company made all of the hats. And think you can show this, Guru, this uh, headwear gallery here. Hey, can I um, just can... shout out to Brian from Alpine Hemp Company? Yeah. He's, he's been with us since Chieftain
2: way back in the day. And uh, just a badass designer. He's one of these guys that's been DGC for a few years, and, for, Jesus, way back. And But look at the quality of, of the just all the designs. I mean, that's what he did for our DGC hats. But what is yeah, this? So this is the gallery, the headwear gallery.
1: Fully customizable hats, such as you see at the DGC hats. And he's got a hot deal for Dude Grows, DGC only, well, he'll do $10 the custom hat, $10 a hat, or $10 a custom hemp blend shirt. You can see his shirts over on the site as well. You have to order 100, 100 quantity, but when you mention it over on his site to say your are DGC, Dude Grows, it'll hook it up. And then for this, the way these are designed and the options with his, you know, he's great at designing. Right. Uh, best deal out there if you're hooking up maybe your grow store crew, somebody wants to make sure. their own brand for some shit for their crew, uh, check it out. At alpinehempcompany.com is where you'll see all this. And, uh, yeah, you can see the good work in the DGZ hats as well. dugrowscom forward slash merch for that. And get this deal. This deal's going to be running for a while here. We'll keep reminding you guys. Hey, dude, have you mentioned that these are all hemp? That is that is uh, the
2: hemp headwear gallery? That's pretty fucking cool. Hemp
1: shit's usually high-ditch, man. Very cool. Yes. Check them out, alpinehemcompany.com, and also dudegrows.com forward slash pros for all the coupon codes and let Brian know what's up. Makes me want to order my own like 100, like my own my own brand of a hat. I might do this actually <clears throat> with my son. I'm trying to teach my son about how much money he spends on wearing shit with other brands. But he needs to start <laughs> working on his own. You like hats? I'll buy you 100 of the same hat, all right? Well, then you can start slinging them at
2: school and whatnot. You know, we'll get the game down. (laughs) What do they call HRS where you're from, man? The Child Protective CPS? What do they call it in Canada? I do not know.
1: (laughs) I'm just kidding. My kid's selling
2: DGC shirts.
1: (laughs) In the news, man ends up in front of – oh. You know, the Canadian, they want me to enter my, uh, I got to tell them that I'm old <laughs> enough to be here, actually. So I'm born 11, 11, 19, 11.
2: Hey, this one was really tough to get through. <laughs> you had to give your real birth date on this one. Like this one, this place has security. What is it, I guess, uh, Canadian Ever Vegan? Is that what this is?
1: Man ends up in front of BC Judge after magic mushroom brownies and in domestic dispute. <laughs> says a 51-year-old BC man was given a conditional peace bond after a psilocybin-fueled domestic dispute with his partner. Hey, but time out, man. Do you remember when you read something you go,
2: 51? Wow, that motherfucker's old, man. Now I'm like, oh he's my age. Yeah.
3: I do just yeah. have to point out there's a big difference between taking some mushroom brownies when you know you're taking mushroom brownies and taking mushroom brownies when you think they're weed brownies. Or like just getting dosed when you don't know that you're getting dosed and then feeling it come on and not really knowing what's going on could see that being kind of scary for someone that's not used to that at
2: all. And I could see it right. ending up in a domestic dispute. If you go back to your house, you're like, I'm going down to the pub for
1: a pint, and you come back and you're tripping your face off. You're probably not gonna pissed. end well. Yeah. Let me give the facts here. According to the hearing at the courthouse in Grand Forks, B.C., the couple were camping on July 1st when yes. after putting the putting their children to bed, they shared a plate of what they thought were brownies baked with cannabis. Yes, a brownies plate. Been pa- <laughs> a
0: plate. That
1: is awesome, <laughs> by the way. You're right. The brownies had been prepared with what the Crown Prosecutor said were magic mushrooms, to which the man had a very strong reaction. Upset and confused, the psilocybin a Addled man, man became agitated, throwing a beer can at his partner after their children had woken up. So, and this is why I, I don't know how I'd react. I mean, I don't think potentially everybody's different. And if you you, you need to know if you're going to start tripping, right? That's probably important. Oh, yeah. Or else you think you're losing your fucking mind, especially maybe you don't know if they've ever tripped or not.
2: But yes, you think like you're losing your fucking mind.
1: Okay, so I'll give this guy a pass too. if I was the judge um, as far as like not fully understanding what's going on. And uh, yeah, I don't like that's one reason with edibles like you're talking about putting mushrooms onto um, Salisbury steak or you're putting them into stuffing. I was never I'm never was reliant on other people like how much did you put in there?
3: Well, I I made it myself and weighed them before I put them in to make sure I knew what I was taking. I wasn't just like. Here, throw however much of those mushrooms you want at my Salisbury steak and let me eat it. It was like measured.
2: Nah, I was trying what's to going in? Figure out a way to ingest four grams of
1: mushrooms. <laughs> right on, right on. All right. Should we take it over the memes here? Who picked the memes? Guru picked the memes. That was that was me. This, yeah, this come on. <laughs> Here
2: we go. <laughs> only in 2020. Oh, shit. This is good, man. Paper Grab. Uh, it's by Hillbilly Homegrown, and it is a claw machine with toilet paper inside. <laughs> that is classic, uh, man. That and this is is classic. Only a 2020 thing. Not gonna All right. Run. I dig, man. We're coming in hot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Canna reminiscing the all-time classic game, and it is... A guy dressed up like a dartboard it must be for uh, for Halloween or something, it says, warehouse Kyle's uniform on Dab and Dart Day. And I will tell you, we are bringing Dab and Darts back. We are bringing it back. Just <laughs> Kyle's gonna it. make a good target. We, that actually was part of the catalyst for this new studio. We we're like, all right, where are we putting all this stuff? So, yeah, we're doing <laughs> it. Or right, what, else? Right, what else you got? Uh, You know what? I'll just keep going with these. Blue Kiss Garden. Now my buddy over there. But uh, Mm -hmm. what is this one called, Guru? The horror, the horror. And it's just two people, talk. what is it, Frankenstein? And I don't know this meme, but it's these four four different memes. The one guy says, I'm recreational marijuana. And then the, it says, you don't seem like a monster. And then the one guy says, the monster says, I sell ace for $75 plus tax. And the other thing is like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd have to see it, and the visual. But uh, yeah, it's pretty classic. I don't think that needs any
1: explanation. You know what needs explanation? Yes. Is your, your your social media laughing here? It's kind of <laughs> laughing, kind of like I sent this to you and you just said
2: idiocracy is happening. And idiocracy is happening. I was watching those um, videos of people building like tunnel boring machines and building cruise huh. ships. And they're usually from like, I don't know, from or other countries. You know, Germany, I noticed, has some smart people. Scandinavia has some super smart people. And I'm like, God damn, those folks are smart. And then I just remember the movie Idiocracy. And then I, like, turn on the TV and I see shit like this. And I just... What is it? SMH? Shake my head? Is that the one? We're talking about the long lines at Colorado, In-N-Out, as it
3: opened for the first day in Colorado. And they had like a 14-hour line or some crazy shit.
2: By the way, the best comment was, you know, you could drive to Utah, In-N-Out Burger, in eight hours. But whatever. (laughs) Play this. Play this. It's a fight that breaks out, but why does the guy's pants immediately come down?
3: Was he, was he trying to go for the whole like rip off your pants and be wearing a man thong so people won't want to fight you type dealio? Dude,
1: that's a great move in a fight, Scotty. What's like move number two or three? You this gotta, is, this does. No, you got to take him all the way off, man. This guy tripped all over him.
3: <laughs> yeah. You see, he, this, he had the right idea. It was just poor execution. He didn't have the ripaway pants. He had like pants he actually had to take off and that just doesn't work. You got to have the ones that like the gym pants that you just button down the sides and you can rip them off.
1: Right. Yeah. It's a sad and, day. It's a sad day. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> if that guy could build a cruise ship. Oh, all right. You We're to do some shout outs, man? Let's, let's uh, do it. Oh,
3: we got one more thing to check out. Because, like, if that was a fight, this is, like, maybe the best Bollywood fight of all time. Oh, please. <laughs> we got stuck
2: into Bollywood stuff. And this is, this is the best. Thank you, Drew. Please play this. This is why we do a video show. Uh, this is why I do a blast. The bunch kicking of scene in like 10 seconds is the best. We gotta do it, man. We gotta just blast this one day on like the biggest screen we can find and uh, just play this and just tons of edibles, man. We need it. I, oh, shit. Oh, my God. It's just too good. I can do a split like that, dude. <laughs> You have to keep on smoking, man. You have to just keep on ripping the bong the entire time they're doing this, man. Keep going. Better question, what's with the soccer ball later on in there, too? Soccer is very popular in that part of the world, man. <laughs> All right, I don't have enough weed, man. Yeah, not enough weed for this. Let's get
3: to some shout-outs.
1: Yo, I got... Uh, no, no, I got to take the first two Please shout-outs do, here, please right? do. Slow down, slow down, because first I got to shout-out to... Uh, What's up, H.K. Williams, you chose, all right? You like
2: that? <laughs> no, I don't. Because you
1: made me Google what the hell it meant, man. And There's I can't also unsee Alec- Alexander Smoke-A-Lot, how you doing? What do you got, Scotty? All right, I got Bud Barn and
2: Fireside 81. And how can I not come in hot when I'm watching the martial Artist? like this? <laughs> We got Bob Bobison and Super Lemon. Super Lemon. What's up? All right, don't forget about Bilbo Swagons and Tree Star Meadow. Sounds beautiful. Mota for you and boned to the stones. <laughs> Hippie G and grow for me, damn it. For me. All right, peace out, you told. <laughs> Take her easy, dude.
1: Stay higher.
0: Some people love to place up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon And we the boss fans sister to take a little break That means we're up a tube It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep a good buzz on, 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 It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day it's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on. It's just weed, it's just weed I like to smoke it out day loud The day just look at how he's being paid. No lack of me smoking weed, I ain't done nothing wrong, wrong no like of me, cause I did weed.